Good morning. Loudoun County Public Schools have some pretty strict rules about what you can and cannot have on the playground. No swings, no seesaws, and definitely no merry-go-rounds. But the school board is debating whether to lighten up a little. For Tuesday, July 10th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The school board is talking about whether it should relax a little bit about what kind of playground equipment the schools are allowed to have. The school system has never had a policy in writing, really, that sets out what kind of equipment is and is not allowed at schools, not an official one, but there are in-house rules to guide elementary schools. Assistant Superintendent of Support Services Kevin Lewis said those in-house rules started with a recommendation from the insurance company. Today, there are restrictions on how high equipment can be and bans on swings, seesaws, and merry-go-rounds. The school board is working on creating an official written policy, and some school board members are talking about whether they should loosen those restrictions. School board members Debbie Rose and Beth Huck said they remember playing on swings and so forth, and Rose said if you get hurt, you learn a lesson. Huck said as someone who as a kid broke her ankle getting off the couch, she understands that accidents can happen anywhere. The County Parks and Rec Department allows all of those different things the schools ban, but with some restrictions. The swings can only swing back and forth, seesaws have a spring, and merry-go-rounds have a mechanism that limits their speed. School board member Tom Marshall pointed out that the town of Leesburg actually has a skate park, which is more dangerous than swings. One of the goals of the new policy the school board's working on is to build an all-inclusive playground on a school campus in each of the school system's eight planning areas, which is a, a way it divides up the county. Right now, there are two in Loudoun designed for children of all physical abilities at Discovery Elementary School in Ashburn and Sickland Creek Elementary just south of Leesburg. But while a usual playground costs about $75,000, those playgrounds cost between $150,000 and $175,000. That, said school board member Eric Hornberger, is why they can't build one at every school. He suggested parents of children with disabilities take their children to those playgrounds on the weekends. In the past, the school system has left it up to parent-teacher organizations to buy playground equipment, so most new schools went without a playground for the first two or three years while parents raised the money. In 2015, the school board voted to change that, and now playgrounds are part of the construction budget for new schools. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, Loudoun County supervisors have signed off on a list of 10 highway projects and creating ADA-compliant bus stops to send to the state to compete for funding. The county can submit up to 10 roadway and 10 transit projects to compete for funding in the state's Smart Scale program, 
which targets projects that reduce the number of crashes, relieve congestion, improve access to jobs, address air quality and environmental concerns, and promote economic development. I won't read the whole list of all 10 road projects, but you, some of the greatest hits are on there. Shellhorn Road, uh, Route 50, Route 15. You can see the list in the store on our website. The county will also ask for funding to build bus stops that are compliant with the Americans with Disabilities Act across Loudoun. A recent study found that nearly 90% of the county's 339 bus stops are not compliant with that law, which sets out requirements for handicap accessibility. That work is expected to cost anywhere from 2.8 to the neighborhood of 4 million dollars. Supervisors also signed off on a letter from County Administrator Tim Hemstreet endorsing the $100 million Rock Hill Road Bridge Project. That project would connect Loudoun and Fairfax counties with a bridge over the Dulles Toll Road just west of the Innovation Center Metro Station near the Center for Innovative Technology. That project has already been awarded $20 million from the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority, and Fairfax County is expected to ask the state for a further $30 million. Loudoun and Fairfax have each already contributed $500,000 toward a feasibility study for the project. Now, it should be said, with some regional transportation funding stripped away from the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority by the General Assembly to give to Metro, Loudoun leaders have said the rest of the state may feel that loss of funding in the form of more money from statewide programs going to Northern Virginia projects. Loudoun Board Vice Chairman Ralph Bona said he expects Loudoun projects to score well in smart-scale evaluations. Last year, the Commonwealth Transportation Board recommended funding seven of Loudoun's smart-scale projects, totaling nearly $81 million. Supervisor Tony Buffington has proposed that Loudoun County government could help with the cost of setting up conservation easements, lowering the cost to private landowners to protect their land from development. Conservation easements are agreements between landowners and the government or a nonprofit to permanently limit development and subdivision on a property. That agreement is recorded with the county clerk of the court, meaning the agreement follows the property's deed. It's protected more or less into perpetuity. According to the county's website, there are more than 65,000 acres of land protected by conservation easements in Loudoun. Buffington said his program would help defray the cost of creating those easements. He says the cost to set up one of those can range from ten dollars to $50,000, and that's a barrier to a lot of folks who might otherwise want to put their land into a conservation easement. Those costs include appraisals and financial and legal services and other things like some conservation organizations and nonprofits require a fee or require a donation to manage the land. Buffington said helping with those costs could help people put land in a conservation easement who couldn't otherwise afford to do so. Anyway, the proposal would set up $150,000 from the county's year-end budget balance, which is kind of the leftover money at the end of the fiscal year. That money would be used to cover up to 50% or $15,000, whichever is less, for a landowner putting land into a conservation easement. There are some requirements in terms of uh, qualified nonprofit overseeing it and IRS and state requirements and so on and so forth. The county also could provide a commitment to cover the costs, but wouldn't actually disperse any money until the conservation easement is recorded with the clerk of the court. According to the USDA Census of Agriculture, from 2002 to 2012, Loudoun lost almost 30,000 acres of farmland. And after receiving more than $145,000 in grant money from the Board of Supervisors, 
OAR will expand its jail-based and post-release services for Loudoun residents involved with the criminal justice system. With that additional money, OAR hopes to help more individuals break the cycle of crime, establish a crime-free, self-sufficient life, and create a safer community for all Loudoun residents. OAR will provide classes and programs such as fatherhood, life skills, anger management, and employment skills for individuals detained in the Loudoun Adult Detention Center. They'll also have case management services to help detainees as they plan for a successful release, and the case managers will also be provided for up to 12 months after release. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, American Girl author Erin Teagan will be at the Percival Library for a free program from 2 to 3 p.m. She created Luciana, a science-loving, aspiring astronaut who is American Girl's 2018 Girl of the Year, and at the program, you'll hear how astronauts train and what it's like at space camp. And if you're a little older than the American Girl crowd but still want to get your space on, tonight's Science on Tap at Old Ox Brewery is going behind the scenes of NASA with the Loudoun County Public Library. An executive from NASA headquarters will be there to talk about the latest in planetary science, astrophysics, heliophysics, Earth science, and NASA's reimbursable program mission. It's at Old Ox Brewery today from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, tell your barista about it while you're getting your coffee this morning and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.